The first thing that I ate when I came home was fish ball mee pok. <laughs> That's one thing that America don't have. So really thankful to be back. And I mean, I got so many things, good things to share about this trip. But I'm going to save it for Tuesday prayer meeting. So I encourage you to come and I'm going to share more at the prayer meeting. But what I think, what is one thing that, that just blew me away was I was just thinking about how the Lord is using our ministry in the States. You know, the resources that we are giving them. You know, my husband, you know, talks about the Spanish translation. He's like, why do we need Spanish translation in Singapore? We don't have Spanish people in Singapore. But little did we realize that, hey, the people in America needs this. Amen. And we were able to provide that resource to them. And then with the XNet, we are able to help them with the XNet to have a proper you know, management in their church. And it's just amazing when I just think back that 33 years ago, an American missionary came into my life Amen. to share with me the apostolic truth. That was 33 years ago that I had the chance to know this truth. Amen. And now we are back. We are back. And we are back in America to bless them for what they have given to us. So I just want to thank you once again, church, for your prayers, for your support. You know, we're going to send the love of Bishop Ellis, you know, the soul friends. They have been so kind, so kind to us. Yes. And, um, you know, if, even when we were there, spending time with Bishop Ellis, yeah. um, it's it just a great time that we had with him. Yeah. Yep, and Sister Alice too. Uh, we want to take time to pray because um, they are going through a tough time right now. Um, Bishop Alice, Bishop, Bishop Strange had just passed away. And uh, the whole family, the church is going through a grieving time. And I think that it is only right for us to pray for them. We know how that feels like when we lost the Willoughby's. So Bishop Alice especially... You know, it was hard on him because he was traveling up and down the hospital, yeah. you know, trying to have that last few moments with him. Yeah. So we're going to just take time and pray for Bishop Alice and Sister Alice. We pray for Bishop Strange family and we're going to pray for the entire church. Amen. Amen. Can we do that just for a moment? Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, we pray that you will comfort Bishop Alice, God, and Sister Alice. That you will comfort, Lord, the strange family, God. That you will comfort Sister Strange, God. You will comfort the children and the grandchildren, God. And great-grandchildren, Lord. Father, and those ministers that has been impacted by his ministry. Father, we pray for the church. God, that you will continue to sustain them at this difficult time, oh Lord. God, I pray that you will grant them the strength that they need. We pray, God, for your grace to be upon them, Lord. God, as we pray for your comfort to be upon them, I pray that you will grant them that rest and that peace in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray, oh God, that as they are arranging, God, for the services, Lord, I pray that you will grant them, oh God, rest even at this time. Jesus, you know what they need, God. 
Lord, we pray and we commit them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So good to be back. Uh, you know, like what Sister Leah has been sharing with us, uh, you know, I guess can't help it to see great men of God just fading off the scene. This thing called life. You know, that people will go, but, but at the same time, I'm also delighted to see a whole group of young men coming up. I mean, they are the unknowns, you know, and, and suddenly they just appear some, from nowhere. And when we, we sit down, we talk to these people. I say, my goodness, God is raising up another group of army. You know, and one of those people, uh, we already had our 2024 uh, DCD speaker already. That one uh, confirmed already. You know, we have uh, Paul Pamer, incredible man of God. And also Joe Usher. Okay, he's coming to uh, Singapore next year. You know, and, and next year, our hyphen cam or our pot cam, we are going to have Zach Heyman coming. So these people are mightily used in the spirit. So we are very, very grateful for that. Amen. And, and, and at the same time, you know, I just felt in the spirit when I was just standing, I was just standing in awe because I see the potential of everyone here in this place. If only you will see what God wants to do in your life. You know, and I'm going to be sharing something that will revolutionize your life. Okay? I, I'm not kidding. Turn to your neighbor and say, something's going to, about to break loose. You know, it will revolutionize your, your relationship with your loved ones. It will revolutionize your, your, your spouse-to-spouse relationship, parents-to-children relationship, in-laws-to-in-laws. You know, uh, you know, your work life will change. Amen. And, and, and in, you know, even though you go to tough times, your whole aspect of it will change. Amen. Uh, uh, colleagues to colleagues, brothers to sisters, uh, sister to sisters, uh, brother to sisters, all this aspect of your life will totally change if you grab a hold of this important principle. Your church will change. Your nation will change. If you understand this principle, okay? And most of all, most of all, everyone say most of all. Your relationship with God will change. Amen. Are you all ready? It's good to be back home. You know, I'm really excited because God gave me this, you know, when I was in, uh, in America. By the way, in America, you know, I was just working, you know. Pastor is not going there to have a fun. We were back to back. Uh, sister, we are get to teach home Bible study to Chinese folks. Eh? It's not amazing, right? You know, that she goes there, teach home Bible study. We were there in the room, you know, and then they tell me, okay, you can go home. We keep Sister Huya. I say, no, 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 no. It doesn't happen that way. We come in pairs. Amen. And, and, and don't worry. This is our home. There's nothing like this church. Amen. Everybody say, praise the Lord. So you ask me, what is this thing that I'm going to talk about? Yeah, I'm going to be talking about it because I think it's so powerful. If the young people would understand this, your tough times will not be as difficult as it is. Okay, ready? You're ready for today's time? Okay, it's really called punishment or privilege. Amen. Everybody say amen. I don't know about you, but... I've been to a lot of countries, you know, especially in the airport. When I come to Singapore airport, wow, 
have to wait three hours just to be in queue to get into, you know, the waiting area. Singapore, 30 minutes getting to buy. I heard recently there were some issues, but that is, you know, that, that is once a while. But, but literally, Singapore, you just get in, you go straight there. It's one everybody are uh, queuing up and then the thing is not open. They don't have, uh, 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 what do you call that, electronic systems and all those things. Like. And I really am a privileged person to be a Singaporean. <laughs> everybody say amen. So again, you know, likewise, if, if we were to see life as a privilege, our attitude change. If, if I were to see that me marrying my wife is, is a privilege, Brother Edmund, my wife is a privilege. I treat her differently. If I see her in punishment, oh my goodness. You know what I'm trying to say? If we were to change this switch that God has given to us, if we were just switch that instead of thinking of parenting as a burden, but a privilege, everything changes. Everybody say praise the Lord. Okay, I know, I know everybody's standing up. Okay, I'm going to get you all to sit, but... Let's read a couple of scripture right now. Psalms 150 verse 6. 150 verse 6. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. James chapter 1 verse 2 and 4. My brethren, come with all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces what? Patience. But let patience have its Perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. In Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Why? Romans chapter 8 verse 28 tells us, And we know, not we guess. It didn't say we guess. We know. All things work together for good for those who love God to those who are the called according to His purpose. I don't know about you, but if the Lord takes my life like that tomorrow, I'm so glad for the second life. Amen. I, I say again, we win whatever way we, God decides we win. Everybody say praise God. With that in mind, I think we should praise Him for a moment. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give him praise. Hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated. Again, Psalms 150. You know, I think it's Psalms 146 to 150. It's the closing Psalms of 150. It's the closure of praise that, 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 that the psalmist, many people believe that David wrote Psalms 150. He says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. It means that every day when you get up, I mean, how many of you get up the first thing you say, hallelujah? I mean, for a moment, think about it. You are alive. Thank you for that overwhelming response. Some of you say, I'm dead. <laughs> I'm alive and life is something to be thankful about. Amen. You can get up dead, you know, but you are alive. Everybody say, praise God. I, I'm, how many of you are thankful that you are alive? I am thankful that I can walk. Amen. That I can smell. That I can taste. This. How many of you lately thank God for taste buds? Lord, I thank you for taste buds. You know, they say, that the song says, I thank you for sunshine. But why don't we just say, Lord, I thank you for taste buds. 
My goodness, I can taste sweet. Well, I tell you, uh, no offense here. If I have uh, our American brothers and sisters that are watching online, I'm going to tell you something. There is nowhere compared with Singapore food. I travel a lot of countries, you know, and down there is like your appetizer and then your soup and then your main dish. Singapore, one dish, everything. Your taste bud explode. Oh, well, when we come back, the first thing we do is terminal three, mee pok. And then I taste the bouncy noodles, the mee pok. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, and the next thing happened is my taste bud just exploded. Oh, how I miss mee pok. Amen. So many cultures here, you know, that we can, if you don't like mee pok, we can eat nasi brani. Amen. If you don't like, we can eat mee robos. Nasi lemak. Don't like, we can go and eat chicken rice. Oh, of course, I had my share of chicken rice. Amen. So let's, let's, let's talk for this for a moment, you know. Uh, uh, punishment or privilege. Every day when you get up, how do you live? You live like God owes you a living or you, you feel like you're being punished? Let me give you the definition of punishment to subject to pain, loss, confinement, death, etc. as a penalty of some offence, transgression, to inflict a penalty for, amen, to mistreat, abuse or hurt, to handle severely and roughly as in a fight. Some people think that God is out there to punish them. Oh. Lord, the reason why I go work, because you're punishing me. Hello, you got a job. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. Are you with me here? Come on, wave your hand. You got a job, amen. If, if you see it as a punishment, you always complain. I got to do this, you got to do this. I got to do this, got to do this. And, 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 and your brain works as a, 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 a association. If you are negative, every negative thought will come to you. Amen. Punishment, 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 punishment. Everything you do, even, you know what, even uh, uh, parenting is punishment. I know some people think it as a burden, that, 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 that parenting is a burden. I'm like, huh? I mean, some people have this idea that it's interfering my life. Interfering what? Interfering what? Interfering your pursuit of happiness? Like that, you will never grow, you know. But you and I know that, that, that especially those that have parents, you know, the greatest catalyst for me to grow as an individual is when I become a parent. Everybody say amen. <laughs> Sometimes, like, we need a catalyst to help us grow. And, and many times, it comes, oh, you know, as a package of having children. You know, everybody say amen. <laughs> well, one of the things that I miss so much is my children. Amen. I FaceTime them and whatever I can. I talk to them. You know, wow, I just miss them very much. And then I look at it as a privilege. What's a privilege? The unearned and mostly unacknowledged society uh, advantage that is a restricted group of people has over another group. That means it's unearned. I mean... Come on, it's a privilege. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. You know, I'm going to give you a Bible story. So, so I, I think this story most of us know, but I'm going to sort of rehearse this story first. It's found in 1 Samuel chapter 18, verse 27. 
Okay, First Samuel chapter 18, verse 22 to 27. And Saul commanded his servants, communicate with David secretly and say, Look, the king has delight in you and all his servants love you. Now therefore become the king's son-in-law. And Saul's servants spoke those words in the hearing of David. And David said, Oh, watch what he said. Does it seem to you a light thing? to be a king's son-in-law, saying, I am poor and lightly esteemed man. And the servants of Saul told him, saying, in this manner David spoke. Then Saul said, thus you shall say to David, the king does not desire any dowry, but one hundred foreskins of the Philistine to take vengeance on the king's enemy. But Saul thought to make David fall by the hand of the Philistines. So when his servants told David these words, it pleased David well to become the king's son-in-law. Now the king, that now the days had not expired. Therefore David arose when he and his men and killed 200 men of the Philistines. And David brought their foreskin and they gave him they gave them in full count to the king that he might become the king's son-in-law. Then Saul gave him Michael, Michael, his daughter, as a wife. Amen. Okay, let me give you context here. Here you go, David. You know, David just defeated Goliath. Oh, every time he goes to war with the Philistine, he wins. Amen. He wins and, 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 and saw, you know, saw that the Lord is with David. In fact, when they came back home, Saul coming back with, 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 with you, know, in, you know, parading and everybody was saying, Oh, Saul, you killed a thousand. But you know what they say about David? David, you killed ten thousand. And, and Saul wasn't happy. Suddenly, you know, Saul is, 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 is being disappeared in the scene, you know. And, and now comes this guy by the name of David. Who is David? Amen. And, and David, you know, every time Saul is jealous of him, he always wants to send him to battle because he thinks that by sending him to ba- battle, guess what happened? His chances of survival is slim. But every time he goes to battle, he wins. Amen. Let me tell you something. You know, you don't have to fight dirty. You don't, you don't have to revenge yourself. Let God be your defender. If the Lord is with you, everything is going to be okay. No matter what the devil pull out on you, you sure win one. Are you with me here again? Everybody say, praise the Lord. And then, you know, Saul, wanting to distract David, wanted to give the firstborn daughter to him first. Okay, it's not recorded here, but you can read it in verse 18. But then at the end, he changed his mind. Gave someone else. In fact, David was saying, I'm not worthy. I'm not going to take this, this opportunity without paying a price. Okay, that's, that's how he felt. That I, I'm not worthy. But the second time when he offered Micah, he said, oh, 100, uh, foreskin. 100. Uh, oh, I, now I don't get it free of charge. I have to give something that costs me. I want you to notice sacrifice will cost you. And he does not, when he saw it, a privilege that he did not ask it can, can lower down to 50, you know. <laughs> let, me, let me share something with you. If you see serving the Lord as a privilege, you never ask what's minimum. Hello? Come on, everybody say amen. I mean, if I see, 
you know, I, I struggle. I'm, I admit national service wasn't something that I see as a privilege. Come on. Everybody say amen. I think it was punishment. I say Singapore, stupid, go national. I mean, I must admit to you, but when I started changing my attitude and I see privilege, right? I start getting gold for my fitness. I know it's hard for you to believe, but pastor get gold before, you know. Amen. Come on. I mean, now older cannot say lah. But when I was in my prime, I'm still in my prime, okay, by the way, spiritual prime. <laughs> Amen. But, but when, when, when we go the army, when I started to see it as a privilege, right, then guess what happened? My whole attitude changes. Amen. When I see people clear obstacle course, I also follow them. When people go gym, I also go with them. Amen. Are you with me here today? Amen. And David saw it as a privilege. He did not ask what's minimum, but he went and gave, instead of 100, he gave 200. Are you with me here again? You see, there's a switch somewhere that he see the light. I don't consider this a light thing. I don't can take this for granted. I can become a child of God being born again of the Spirit and being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. I am so grateful that I can feel His presence here in this place that I lift up my hands and worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah! That dancing is just a byproduct of my healthy appreciation to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Come on, are you with me here today? Amen. Suddenly, he just got awakened. I mean, some of us need to get awake. Life don't owe us a living. Things doesn't surround around you. Hello? You know what? I've realized this. We all got to take responsibility of our minds. And the first mind is that we have to take a responsibility is this. It all begins what I put here. If I see life as a privilege, everything will be enjoyable. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. I'm going to tell you, this is the worst flight I ever had. Oh my goodness, I bought the wrong flight. We have to stay 15 hours layover in LAX. And LAX is not a very, very good airport. I've been to a lot of airports. By the way, I lay over 15. I thought my bags would be transferred. Like. They say, no, 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 no. Lay over too long. You got to carry all your bags. Like. Then for LAX, right? Terminal 7, I have to push to Terminal B. You, you know what? And, and, and by the way, right? My, when my wife go huh, overseas, huh, she likes to buy the children thing one. She don't just take two, 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 two suitcases. She will fill everything up. In the last minute, she's putting things under. Like. I say, huh? Kua. Ayo. Then she go, 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 go. Well, I'm very scared when she go, right? She, she go and buy some more things, then you come in with a plastic bag. And then I pull inside. Wow, oh, everything If My bag, everything ching. Just, just keep on buying stuff. Like. <laughs> I have to push this card. From terminal B, some of you don't understand. They don't have the train. Ha Hello, come on. They don't have the train. The shuttle only go from one, uh, four to seven, eh. but never seven to B. Eh. So I have to. By the way, huh, in, I have to wear a lot of clothing eh, because from Ohio very cold. Man. Then we fly to LAX. 
not hot but colder, not colder, sorry, warmer. Okay, so I got to carry everything, you know, put in. Then, then my wife, my dear wife, want to save money. Like she said, huh? Cannot push. Ah. I, without the trolley, you ask me to push. Then she tell me, um, it's $8. Leh. You just push. Ah. Push four bags, 23 kilograms. Eh. How to push? I also don't know. But finally, she was gracious on me. We got that, that, that trolley and then we took it all the way. I know, I know it's hard for you to understand this, but, but I'm telling you, it was worse of the worst. Like. And, and the worst part is that we have to wait 15 hours there. And I'll tell you something, huh? LA Airport, right? It's not like Jewel. <laughs> Jewel, you can go shop, you can go and sit down every... There is nothing to shop, first of all. And there's only one thing to eat. It's called coffee bean. In the front there, then we eat coffee bean. I have to go many times to the toilet. I don't know what happened. So 15 hours, you know what I feel like? I feel like the movie terminal. <laughs> Walking around, hey man. Hey, hi. 15 hours. <laughs> you know, I was like... Hey, hi, 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 Then we all keep on looking at the, the, the SIA, you know, coming up. Nah, got, uh, can, can I check in or not? Can I check? Wow, still heaven there, still heaven there. Then lo and behold, I see a bunch of people eh, coming. You know, I say, hey, why, why all these people all go there first? Ah? Uh, want to take my space? Ah? <laughs> Singaporean. Then I find out, ah, I say, oh, quickly take it out. And then, you know, for a moment there, I forgot the joy that is there, you know, and I was just looking at, wow, siong, siong, siong. And I forgot all the memories that God has given to me about the trip of meeting men of God. And, and I can just waste that experience, but, but I took it and it is not sometimes struggling. Come on, everybody know what I'm talking about. When there's hardship, there's always a struggle to fight whether is this a privilege or is this punishment. Amen. Come on. Everybody say praise God. You know, I tell you, uh, the best feeling of my life is always uh, the check-in. I'll tell you why. Uh, they take all the check-in and I uh, look. No, come on. Not more than 50 pounds, please. Please, please. And then you go. Because after that, you got to take out staff. Ma. You know, I don't want to do that in the airport. Uh. I mean, come on. I've waited 15 hours. Uh. Well, then... Praise the Lord. I can shout hallelujah when all the bags go in. Then I, I thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Then here's the deal. Go there with the bag. And here comes Sister here. <laughs> Still going to buy. I said, please, in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Wait. You know, oh Lord, help us. And we stay inside the plane, flying over from LAX to Singapore. 17 hours. Talk about torture. Hello? <sighs> somehow I got ADHD one, I must walk one. Eh? But somehow or other, the Lord is good uh, that I slept. Eh? Wow. Amen. And then I start to think back, if I only look at all the negative experience of going to USA, I could have lost what I've learned in the USA. Are you with me here? And I realized that all it takes is just a switch of, my goodness, it's a privilege. 
to going to LAX. Amen. I did not see any movie star. I hope I wanted to see a movie star, you know, because LAX got a lot of movie star one. I thought I can see, you know, maybe Kevin Costner or somebody like that. But Bole, I'm looking around. Some of 15 hours stay there looking for movie star. La. My, my son said, hey, if you find any movie star, take an Instagram. So I'm looking. <laughs> Bole! At least take one photo shot of Kevin Costner. Hey. Don't have. But nevertheless, I, I, I was with my wife and, and you know, uh, we just sat there looking at Instagram. After a while or so, nothing to see already. 15 hours, see what? Every minute, see what? Amen. Okay? So again, you know, life can disappoint you if you do not look at life as a privilege. Amen. Let, let, let's turn to another story. David saw it as a privilege to serve the king to do whatever the hard work, hard things in life. Listen, when you do hard things in life, right, you know, hard things are worth doing. Like studying is worth doing. Come on, thank you for that overwhelming response. Studying is worth doing. That's why it's hard. Amen. The more you see as a privilege, uh, you know what I've realized? The, the psychologists can record this. Anybody who is less privileged and they earn their way to get their degree. Normally do better. Why? Because they see it as a privilege to study. They have to pay for their education. But those people, you give them, they, they, they scream and, I don't want to study, I don't want to study. I was that person. That's why I fail everything. Come on. But, but I don't understand that, 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 that when I start to go in life and the life hits me hard, I realize my goodness, I could have seen. Now I begin to appreciate studying. Are you with me? Amen. Okay, Genesis chapter 25, verse 34. We're going to see another contrast of somebody who sees life, you know, as a punishment. You know, uh, let's, let's talk about this character by the name of uh, Esau. And Jacob gave Esau bread and stew for lentils, and that he ate and drink arose and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. If you see your punishment, it won't be long before you leave the church. If you see coming to church here in this place, worshipping the Lord as a privilege, it won't be long. It won't be long. If you only see it as punishment, it won't be long that you will leave the church. He despised his birthright. He despised this whole born again experience. Hey, uh, you know, hey, uh, why la, why la, hey, uh, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Always got something to say, one. Always got something to complain about, one. Hush! It's a privilege to be a child of God. It's a privilege to carry that name of Jesus, to pray that name. If you don't see prayer as a privilege, uh, you won't pray. You, you, all you see is all the pain. Ah, yeah, pray, yeah, pray, pray. The only when you only pray when desperate situation, then you pray. Suddenly you become prayer warrior. But I see worship as a privilege. You know, some people are lost in their career. Some people are lost in, in their life. Some people are just lost. Like, even though they are born again, they are lost. Like, they are lost in, in finding their career. You know what I want to be lost in? I want to be lost in worship. That I really don't care what people think else and just worship my king. You know, some people are lost by their thought patterns and they don't even know that they are lost in their thought patterns. You know what? I realize not every thinking that I have is right. So you know what? I bring it before the presence of the King. Every breath, you know, like, like, like what say, uh, that song that you sing, you know, 
is your breath in our lungs. Amen. I mean, come on. Have you taken a deep breath for a moment? This is amazing. That we don't, be, uh, come on. You, you know why we don't take this seriously? Because we take life for granted. You know, uh, I don't know why uh, in the US I keep on falling down and I fall down again. You know, it's so paisele, okay? Because Sister Shostran was in the front of me. And then I walking down like, you know, that for me, like, man of God. Suddenly I walk, fall down. <laughs> you know, I, like, I just went down like, Pra-. then after that, uh, Sister Shostran turned behind. Brother Lee! What happened to you? Oh, so I said, no, I'm okay, but not okay. But, but I have to be, but I have to match up. I'm okay, oh, no. I'm okay. And then I walk, I'm okay, okay. Then after that, open up, oh, bleeding. Amen. Oh, then my wife had to nurse me. But I was so humble. I, I, I stood there for a moment. I so humble that we human beings are really like vapor. Yeah, have you ever thought about that? You know, like Singapore, we also shouted with all these winds. Eh? The wind that we all have nothing. When I was in the States, the wind is crazy. Eh? I, I, I was like, Ayo, see me quiet, wind can turn off or not. I think the wind was tearing the trees apart. Eh? And then we were staying in a small house that the tree right broke eh, and hit the power cables and then no car power. Eh? I mean, like God is trying to tell you, eh, really, your life eh, is really very insignificant. Eh? I can take you up like that. And the wind was so strong. Even the, 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 the dumb, dumb, dumb beans, right? The, is it the, the rubbish beans, right? Moving on their own. Eh? <laughs> I, I thought of some magneto or something like that. <laughs> you know, moving on their own from one end to the other end. And that's how strong the wind is. Eh? And then when the wind blows, I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> suddenly it dawned on me that Singapore, we are so sheltered, we don't understand nature. Like. Suddenly, there was a gush of wind because there was a tornado in Mississippi and that wind came. That wind came. I don't care how nice uh, your house is. Uh, when the uh, wind blows, uh, it can just shake. Like. And I realized that, Lord, I'm really very insignificant. Uh. The very fact that I'm breathing and speaking now is a gift. Uh. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. The very fact that I'm walking is a privilege. The very fact I'm doing this is a The very fact that I'm communicating with you and this voice is going into your ears, your brain goes, understand. I mean, I don't know. AI also not so fast. You understand what I'm saying? The very fact that I can feel the presence of the Lord, I don't take it for granted. The very fact I can tear up and, and, and feel and sense something is going on. I am so privileged that I can know the name of Jesus. Amen. That, that I can understand the value of relationships around me. That, that you know what? Why do I want to waste my time thinking about all those things that are negative when God has given this gift called life? It's a privilege to be living. Why do I want to fill this temple with all those negative things? Because it's not being a good steward. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. 
Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. I mean, I'm so thankful. And, and, and I think we ought to, you know, the privilege, amen, to feel that He has has delivering power. Maybe you are going to a trial that you don't quite understand, but He's not done with you yet. You are not the end yet. Amen. Uh, everybody say praise the Lord. He's still writing your story. Just keep on thanking God. In all things give thanks. He didn't say for all things give thanks. He said in all things. That means in the process give thanks. In the process maintain a privileged attitude. In it, just maintain your mind. And you know what? We know all. What does all include? Exclude. And we know all. Just hang in there. Just maintain that attitude of privilege. Amen. He counted it all worthy for me. Amen. To review something down the road that I cannot see. But I just got to maintain the right privilege to represent my God. Amen. You know how, how uh, people, you know, especially youngsters, you know, when you tell them dress properly, everything, they're all like, oh, must me. My goodness, I don't take it that way. I say, wow, it's a privilege to dress for Jesus. You, you, you know, in the army, right, okay, when you wear the red beret, all those commandos say amen. When you wear the red beret, uh, red beret or something, when you, red beret, but they cannot wear outside. But it's a privilege to wear the red beret. We know in our church, there are a few people that have already worn the red beret. It's a privilege. You know, that's why I, I find it, you know, when people look at it, right, you know, difficult to represent God. I say, huh? Why? Why is it so difficult to be His showcase? Amen. Yeah, you, you know what? The Bible says, if you see this as, as punishment, you'll lose it. The, 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 the world will make you feel like, you know what? You are on the losing end. Come on, everybody say, Amen. Well, God says, after all that I've done for you, I've taken your shame. Amen. I've taken, I, I, I'm now calling you to be a holy nation, a royal priesthood. Amen. You know what? I'm proud to be Singaporean. You know, when you go to customs, immigration, you don't understand. You know, all the people got to go and check. I got, hey, Singaporean. Okay, go. Singapore passport. <laughs> you don't have to struggle with a lot of things because we have good passport. And likewise, in the King of Kings, we bear His name. Leh. Some of us are so afraid even to say grace on the table. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I'm in love with Jesus. Leh. Everything that I do must reflect that I honour Him. It's a privilege to be His child because there's no more bondage of fear. But a spirit of adoption has come upon me. You know what? I don't consider that likely. Leh. Of all the person God adopted me, I, I in the spirit world, in the spirit world is a by car by two one, you know, not the prime of the crop, that God will choose me, among the billions of people God who have could have chosen Lee Kuan Yew to reveal Himself, but He chosen me, Come on, everybody say Amen, and that 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 you know God wasn't practical when He chose me because if I'm God, I won't choose me. Amen. That, that I, I do not count it likely to be a child of God and neither should we because He's coming back again. 
That's why the Bible says, Be holy for I am holy. Why not? The Spirit of God already touched us. Amen. And then He says, I want you to be a holy nation. Unlike any other things that the world have ever seen before. If you treat it as religion, you say, oh, must I do this to be saved? No, 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 no. It's not about what's minimum. It's what's maximum. What can I do to show my love for you? It's a privilege to be your child first of all. And I bear your name. You died on the cross for me. That now you give me this check that I can pray in the name of Jesus. Things can happen. Because it's not my goodness. Some of us, Please, when I look at your Instagram, I puzzle there. I say that, who are you? One moment you behave this way, one moment behave that way. I think the spirit world is so confused. Eh? 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 No, Anikwan, I don't know what to do with you. Eh? The spirit world also cannot do anything with you because you have not made up your mind. But a mind that is consecrated, a mind that has chosen, I choose you. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Once you make that decision, everything flows out of you because of privilege. Amen. I'm telling you this, the world will make you feel lousy like the world always does. Sometimes the world makes you think that you're good, Sometimes it don't. But Jesus always loves me. Jesus' love always remains the same. Amen. I, I, I made up my mind already. I can, I, can, I can disappoint, you know, a lot of my friends. But the person that always stay with me is Jesus. Whether it's a good time or a bad time. So let's talk about this for a moment. Let's, let's, let's look at this table that I have right now. You know, the mindset of punishment. Okay, the definition. Okay, I, I think it's going to be showing up there. You know, the table there. You know, uh, yes. Okay, you, you, you may want to take a photo and just take it. You know, this will help us. So to know what thoughts are you going through in your head, okay. You know, if, if you have a punishment mindset, you believe that life is a burden. And problems and, puni- uh, and, and are punishment. And you fall down and say, oh God, don't like me. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, some people always blame God one. Eh? And, uh, uh, oh, you walk down the corner and then nasi loma so well, oh God, don't like me. I say, bo nasi loma lah. What do you mean by God don't like you? I mean, come on. I mean, some people just have this framework of thinking that is like, everything blame God. Everything blame other people except me. Let me tell you something. I've learned something. When you blame anything, right, you push yourself backward. You know what? I want to be creative. Got problem? Let's find solutions. Amen. Not, don't keep on blaming people. Find solution. Then, the, 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 the privileged mindset is this. Uh, believing that life is a gift. The opportunities are blessings. You know, like I, I think Brother Sam preached on the word crisis, right? It's opportunities, right? Something like this. I cannot remember Chinese character. You know, uh, what's that? Weiji, Right? Amen. It's, it says that in the Wei Chi, right? Is it, is it the Chi Hui? Is it? I don't know. You ask my wife. Amen. <sighs> Amen. Amen. You see, whenever there is a problem, you know what I love about people? I love about people that are Christ-like. Because in every, in every trial they have, they always don't 
magnify it one. They say, oh, if God allows it to happen, then it's for His glory. Amen. They are always looking for solutions. Lord, you're bigger than my problem. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. Maybe that God, you know, just divert your, your, your workflow a little bit to give you another new direction in your life that you may not know about. You know, you, you, you just got to be having that mentality in your life that, that, you know what, if one door closes, another door will open. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. If one door closes, another door will open. Then a perspective, you know, resist challenges and avoid growth. But you know what? Embrace challenges and seek growth. The attitude of a person with a punishment mindset, judgmental, unsupportive, and lacking empathy. The guy who has a privileged mindset, forgiving, supportive, and empathetic. Amen. The one that has a punishment mindset, the self-esteem is low and fragile. You walk around them, you don't know whether you, they're going to explode before you. Amen. And then, the one that sees it as a privileged mindset, healthy and strong. Amen. The one that, that, that sees it as a punishment, a spiritual life, shallow, unfulfilling and stagnant. Stuck. Always stuck. Same problem. Oh, stuck. But the one that, that sees it as a privilege, deep, meaningful, and fulfilling. Amen. Everybody say, praise the Lord. You know what? Life is too short for me to always feel myself as a victim. Christ, make me the victor now. I say again, Christ, make me a victor. Everything changes around me when God is added into the equation. You know, I've always said this, when the worship, you got to lose yourself in worship because when you lose yourself in worship, right, He synchronizes everything of your life. When you put Him there, everything will just flow. Amen. Are you with me here today? When you put Him first, amen, everything will flow. You don't have to work hard for it. You just have to be faithful. Amen. Faithful is staying in total alignment to the will and the plan and His purpose for your life. Good or bad, you just stay there. Amen. Okay, now we talk about the privilege. Amen. Of somebody who has a, you know, the benefits of somebody who have a privileged mindset, improved relationships. Can tell one. By fostering a mindset of gratitude, empathy and support, we cultivate stronger and more meaningful connection with others. This leads to more fulfilling friendships, marriages and family relationships. Amen. You know what? When I come back home, when I look at my children, I want to hug them. When I look at baby A.V., I go crazy. When I look at Milo, I say, come on, boy. Amen. When you come back, you see it as a privilege that you come back. Everything around you, people can feel. There's energy. There's love. Amen. Oh, give me a hug, Abby. Come on. I miss you. I walk into the room. I say, ah, I want to look for Abby. Amen. When I saw my son coming, with the mullet. <laughs> Amen. Hairstyle. I say, ah, come give me a hug. You know, when we see things like that, it's everything changes because it's a privilege for me to connect with you. It's a privilege for us to be the Lee and the toe. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Come on. Y'all look at me real strange. Eh? Maybe y'all need to go somewhere in the country, then after that, come back far away. Then you realize that you really need family. Leh. Amen. You know, I miss my family. Leh. You know what? I'll, I'll tell you something, right? Okay? I thank God for the media team. Because in the States, I joined you all in service. You know that, right? 
I, I join you, but I tell you something. Uh, we were not created to be online. Because, uh, you know, whatever I feel today, uh, here in this place is totally different uh, than what I see uh, on, 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 on USA. Hello? Come on, are you with me? I mean, uh, uh, let's just imagine, uh, okay? You know, uh, some of us don't understand this, but if you have a long-distance relationship, uh, it's very different uh, than you meeting every day, uh, looking at each other, uh, and holding hands, looking at each other, you can feel the energy. But long-distance relationship, you see, online, uh, don't do justice. Uh. You, you hear what I'm saying? That's why I say that, you know, every time, you know, I've, I, I've said this to my wife, you know, when we come together, let's make memories instead of pine problems. Hello? Stop, keep on correcting your children. Amen. Otherwise, the, all they see about mommy and daddy is always correcting you. But I say, hey, <laughs> hey, be thankful. Some people think this, oh yeah, I got children. Ah. Be thankful you have children. Be thankful that your house is noisy and untidy. That means, you know what? There is life. You know, some people say that, oh, you know what? Uh, I don't want the church to be dirty and don't have people, Lord. I, I, I want my house to be clean. Don't have people, Lord. Minimalistic, ma. Minimalistic people also got to be minimalistic, ma. No people come to your house. Because where there is people, there's going to be problems. But instead of looking at problems, look at the privilege of gathering. You know, some people, they come right here. The first thing they come is like, I'm not happy. I say, huh? You're a miracle? I'm a miracle? We're communicating? Well, that's a miracle. The first thing you want to do is tell me, I'm not happy. I mean, just imagine I take that suitcase. Coming back, I look at my dog. I'm not happy. I look at you. Why you never picked me up earlier? Some people are just like that. Leh. And you know what? They make themselves miserable. And I don't cater to that nonsense. Amen. Here's what I've said that many times to my children. You want to be happy, go inside the room and be unhappy. When you're happy, then you come out. Then my son will come out. Daddy, okay, ready? I sort out already. I'm happy now. I'm not going to go like that. Oh, poor thing. Oh, poor thing. Oh, poor thing. My goodness, that's all the glory that you are alive today. I'm talking to you like that. You've got beautiful eyes, by the way. I mean, come on. I mean, look at it. I mean, you know, some people think that they are the saviour of the world. Come on, magnify the Lord with me. Come on, and let me tell you, He's still on the throne. Some of us talk like God lost already. Hello? God is still on the throne. He wins. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. I had a wonderful surprise. Elvin and Tai came to uh, uh, pick me up. I said, wow. Amen. That was a treat to look at Maddie. <laughs> Amen. Makes me want to go home to AV. Come on. Privilege. Then again, number two, benefits, increased resilience. Embracing challenges and viewing them as opportunities for growth help us develop resilience and perseverance. This enables us to bounce back from the setbacks and face difficult situations with courage and strength. When I see it as a privilege, let me tell you, for two weeks I was in depression in national service. Come on, I cry. Leh. On the bunk bed, I cry. Leh. 
but I realised that I'm not the only person that's crying. I can hear all my friends crying. <laughs> Why so strong one? <laughs> I say, oh, everybody crying. Oh, make me feel at home. Then after that, when, when and the night right, come up, okay, both I see You know. But then, I allow myself to be depressed, but I realize if I carry on this way, and I, instead of just changing my attitude for a moment, inside here already, cannot siam, cannot, cannot king. I try to king, but the more I king, the more miserable I become because I lose self-respect. I lose self-respect. You know why I say inside, okay, since I'm here, myself get it, I feel about my PBT, I, I, I admit, uh, I feel like, okay, cannot even pass a bronze. I say that, always must stay back on Saturday to do PT. Don't know what, uh, must carry this medicine ball. You know what medicine ball? No? You all know what's a medicine ball? It's a big ball that don't feel like medicine. It's heavy. Don't know why they call it medicine ball. It looks, it should be called a bowling ball. Times two. And we have to carry it. Wow, carry it until, you, you know, the, well, I tell you, uh, Brother Kelvin, I used to do four. Eh. They make me do until zero. And then my arms are, wow, my, my whole bang area smells like yoko. Eh. Because everybody sing. <laughs> you know, everybody in pain. You know, all massaging each other. Eh. Okay. Grumbling all the way, Babopian. But then later on, when we start to see ourselves, can do 10. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> Down one hand also can. I, I, know, I know it's hard for you to be, I can do chin up last time, one hand, one. You know, then I see all the egg come out. Now it's one egg. La. <laughs> but last time there were six eggs. Uh. You know how very nice look in the mirror. Oh, Finally got something. We are looking at each other. Oh, I'll be fine. <laughs> you know, and then we start to taste the goodness of what? Perseverance. Amen. Everybody say praise God. It will build perseverance in us when we see it as a privilege. You know, then, then from, from I just want to pass, Brother David, I just want to pass my IPPT becomes I want to be the best in the platoon. And we got the best platoon. By the way, but they say, they say cheating one because one platoon out of course. That's how bad our training was. But our OC was a commando, so he trained us like commando batch. You know, for people going line up to go makan, I doing SOC. We all doing SOC until OO, you know, orientation orientation officer saw charge my sergeant because we were doing SOC lunchtime. That's how tough it was. At first, he tell us can use leg, leg. you know, climb low, uh, the low rope, right? By right, you're supposed to use leg one, right? They asked us to use hands only. We did it because we want to book out. Amen. We were so desperate of booking out. And we also want to be challenged. So now, very funny, National Service, uh, please, I don't want PPT, please. Now, now we tell our officer, so nothing to do, let's go for a run. Okay. All of us go run. Sir, can do SOC and all. Sir, sir, can do SOC. Why the change? Because we saw it as a privilege. Amen. 
Everybody say praise the Lord. I know, I know Alvin like this type of sermon type, man. I'm very scared. Huh? Wait, wait, wait. He run back home. Ah, we barefoot. I said, SOC, SOC. Amen. Alvin like this type of story. He like challenges. He see life as a privilege. Amen. Yeah. And you have greater fulfillment and happiness viewing life as a gift and focusing on the blessings we have rather than dwelling on the hardships, allowing us to experience greater joy and satisfaction in our daily lives. I'm a blessed man. I'm a blessed man. Amen. I'm, I'm seriously a blessed man. My wife takes care, good care of me. Amen. Amen. Come on, some of you all got to be very thankful eh, for your wife. I mean, look at them. I'm a blessed man. I see I'm married, you know. Praise God. Hello. You're scaring me. <laughs> if you start to look at all the good things, you will, you know what? Gratefulness have saved more relationships than anything else. Amen. You, you are angry with that individual, but be thankful that you have a husband. Be thankful that he's bringing the great hope. Amen. Be thankful that he's connecting with your children. Be thankful that he's playing with your children. Don't keep on thinking, yeah, his mouth so smelly. He never bathed properly. Everything smelly about him. I mean, if you want to hate somebody, just look at all the bad parts. Eh. Sure, hate one. Next day, eat. Go away. Disgusting fella. Or you can see it like that. Wow. Swai. But don't take the old photo. La. <laughs> you, know, you know, there are times when people tell me, oh, last time you're very good looking. How about now? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so again, you know, be thankful. Be thankful. Be thankful that you got a children to complain about. Be thankful that, you know, your children come home, there's a mess. Be thankful. Be thankful. Amen. Then it's also helped you in spiritual growth. A privileged mindset encourages us to explore our faith more deeply, trusting in God's goodness, seeking to grow in our relationship with Him. This can lead to a richer and more fulfilling spiritual life. Amen. You know, the spiritual life that I'm talking about is not reading the books. Eh? Yes, the book is just the theory, but now let's walk in the Spirit. You know, I've, I've always had this problem. Eh? I told God, oh, I got it wrong, eh, Lord. I always think that evangelism uh, is work. Like. Why, why, why is it work? It's a privilege for us to represent Christ. Amen. I mean, come on, ambassadors, when you see people say, well, it's a privilege to represent the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You shake hands and praise the Lord. May I know what's your name? How are you? What brings you here? You know what? I believe that God has a plan for you. Oh, you know what? I can see God's hands upon your life. Come on. Oh, you can do this. Ah, QR code. QR code, talo. Ah, okay. Okay, go in, go in. <laughs> QR code. Why you never register? Okay, I'll register for you. Uh -huh. Oh, say, oh, oh, you can speak. Come on. God give us the mouth to speak life, man. Amen. And then all those people that are doing this on a Sunday, I, I'm going to tell you this, right? People are watching us all over the world. You know what? Is it, Pastor, I saw you. Pastor, I saw you. Whatever you are doing right now, you are impacting not just Singapore, but all around the world. 
Everybody say praise the Lord. That's why, that's why it is so important for us to look at it as a privilege to serve the Lord, a privilege to play drums. It's a privilege to do whatever the Lord wants us to do. You know what? If I see it as a punishment, guess what? We're going to have some team problem. But it's a privilege. You know, just imagine, I get to play with Jabez. Like, 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 just imagine, if you think that Jabez is the best drummer in the world, I get to play. I get to hear Elvin, like the best singer. Why are you all looking at me like that? I mean, just imagine, I get to sit down next to you, brother Kelvin. Hey, can I have your autograph? <laughs> I mean, everything will change. Leh. Do you not know that we are sitting next to the king's kid? Leh? It has not dawned on us yet, leh. The privileges as a child of God. Eh? That's why we struggle. You know, like that, oh, like that, oh, like that, like that. Come on. We are sitting with the greatest. I, you know, when I look at Sam, I see him as somebody that God's going to use mightily. Every time when I see those young people preaching, they're going to do much more than I do it there. Eh? Come on, everybody say amen. And I'm not jealous about it. This is our legacy. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. If, if we were to look just for a moment, okay, just look at the person next to you on the left. Wow! Just do that. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I mean, you see the whole difference. It's like when my wife walked into that room, say, wow. I said, pain. Go neck your neck. You know, or you're gonna say, woo. Beautiful is here. <laughs> or you say, ooh. Why you wear like that? <laughs> it's a whole different thing. <laughs> you can say, whoa. Mine. Or you say, then you know what happened now? Your wife will want to make herself look more appealing. Everybody say, praise God. You know what? I, I, I'm a person that I'm very holistic one. Some of us, right, you don't need to say anything. I see the way you dress, right? I can tell you lost hope, right? Who cares? Not one thing, no, who cares? I, come on. Everybody say praise God. Come on, I'm just... Can, can, can everybody say amen? No, you don't need to say, I lost hope. Just dress. You, people like, oh, lost hope, right? Amen. Number five. Okay, increased mental well-being. This is my favorite. A privileged mindset fosters a positive outlook of healthy self-esteem, which can have significant impact on our overall mental health and well-being. Amen. Tough times don't last, but tough people do. Some of us need to build our toughness in our mind. Amen. How do you build toughness in your mind for parents that are young? Make sure that your children have not so much easy in life. Amen. Make sure they earn their way up. Don't give them easy stuff. Amen. Don't look at them as victims, especially when some of them, oh, maybe they have a learning disability. You know what? The world don't care whether they have a learning disability. 
I'm telling you, the world don't care one. So you have to build in them at a very young age a resilience. Amen. You got to treat them like the world's going to treat them like a dunk. Amen. Otherwise, they go into depression. Amen. Make it tough. Amen. But not too tough. Lah. You understand what I'm saying? I am not going to make it easy for them. The world don't care whether they are victims or not. The world only want them as a statistics. We got to push it. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Okay, let's, let's look at some. Uh, uh, again, what is a privileged mindset? I'm going to summarize everything and I'm going to look at examples and we're going to pray. Okay, a privileged mindset is an attitude of gratitude and responsibility that stands from recognizing blessing opportunities given us by God. This mindset is not about entitlement or arrogance, but about understanding the unique position we hold as children of God. It is about using talents, resources, opportunities we have been given to serve others and glorify God. Amen. I'm blessed. You need to walk around and say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I have gifts. I have gifts. Come on, turn to your name and say, I have gifts. Amen. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to waste my time or say, poor me. Amen. You need to decide. Life is not about you being a victim. You turn around and say, I can become a victor through Christ. Amen. Amen. Everybody say, praise God. Amen. Let's look at example. Joseph. Remember Joseph. He overcome adversity. Amen. And then I love that, that statement that he say. I think it's down there. You meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. Amen. I say again, but as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring it about as it is this day to save many people alive. Sometimes God allows you to go to trials so that you can save somebody. Amen. Sometimes you have to go through the hardship because it is God's vote of confidence in you. Say, when you come out, you're going to be stronger. You come out, you're going to be the man of God that I need you to be. So keep on pursuing after me. Amen. And then because of that testimony, because of your journey, you can share, oh, the Lord is good. Amen. Then we study about the story of Esther embracing her calling. Oh, I love this Esther, the story of Esther, Esther chapter 4, verse 14. For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise from the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. You know what I'm saying? If you don't stand up for, for becoming my ambassador, guess what? Someone else will rise up. If you don't stand and reach people, guess what? Someone's going to take your place. But could it be that you were raised for such a time as this? Rise up and do what God wants us to do. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, and then we talk about three. Paul transferring, uh, transforming life through ministry. Amen. Again, Paul went through a lot of hardships. Amen. Everybody say amen. He is initially a fierce persecutor of Christians. Paul experienced a dramatic conversion and became one of the most influential figures in the early church. With a privileged mindset, Paul understood the magnitude of grace he had received and devoted his life spreading the gospel. 
Despite numerous hardships, including imprisonment, beatings, Paul Ministry transformed the lives of countless individuals and helped establish the foundation of the Christian faith. Amen. Imagine if Paul went into prison and say, you know what? Instead of taking a pen and pen down the books of Philippians, uh, pen down uh, the books of Ephesians. Oh, he got himself busy. And I love this scripture, Philippians chapter 3, verse 14. I press towards the goal of the price of the outward call of God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, let us, as many as we are matured, have this mind. And if in anything you think, otherwise God will reveal even to this to you. Amen. In prison there. I think in prison, I'm thinking, writing my will already. Uh, Adora get how much? Uh, Abby get how much? You know what he's doing? He's writing epistles to the churches. Like, hey, I heard this was going on. Hey, he was still doing the will of God. He was in house arrest. Like, amen. The Bible tells us in the books of Acts, he was in a house arrest. Like, but yet he still minister at his home. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. Can I help you with this thought? The only person that you can change is you. You cannot change circumstances around you. Some people, right, they go around trying to change circumstances. Hey, hey, hey. Don't waste your time. Change you. Change your privileged mindset. Amen. I get to be His representation. His Spirit is in me. I can do greetings to Christ who strengthens me. Amen. You know what I've learned? The reason why you are here today is basically your choices. Stop blaming someone else. Somebody didn't did this to me. My mother, my father, my grandfather. No, you still have to decide what you want to be. I'll tell you something that my father taught me a long time ago. He was raised. My grandmother was a gambler. My, my, my grandfather had a hard time controlling. The, you know what he decided? I'm going to go to school on my own. I'm going to get an education. Amen. With an education, it will help build a better life for my family. And not only he got an education, he went and sponsored my auntie for an education. He paid the school fees. He was the so-called uh, the guardian rather than my grandfather and my grandmother. They were still fighting. And he decided then, then this stops right now. I'm not going to put my children under this kind of victim mentality. I'm going to help them have a better life. And this was not a non-Christian. He was my hero. He tell me this, at the end of the day, don't feel bad for yourself. You got a choice to be anything you want. Choose this day what's going to happen. Choose this day. Are you going to be a better version of me? Or are you going to be a lower version? Your choice. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. And then, he's not a Christian. But we as believers, where we got heaven, we got, we got His Word, we got, we got 365 promises of God with us. We got His Spirit in us. He's cheering us. The whole weakness of heaven, the, 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 the books of Hebrew talks about it. That, that Hebrew chapter 11 is, the, is the, the whole of faith, how people made it the cloud of weakness that we have, the Spirit of God that we feel every Sunday. Oh, we are a blessed group of people. We are not a people of the Old Testament, but we are the people of the New Testament. We are the people of the kingdom for such a time as this. 
God wants us to step out and recognize that rec- rightful position. When we recognize that rightful position that He has given to us, then you will have authority in the spirit world to lay hands on people. And you pray, you expect things to happen. Because you know what? I am be- I'm a child of God. I belong to the kingdom. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Oh, give me your best shot. If God is for me, who can be against me? All things work together. All things work together. In all things, give thanks. You know why? Because at the end of the road, Christ will be glorified. Amen. Stand to your feet. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, June, June, 11.55. I thought I can let you out early, but I just feel your ministry right now. Amen. Everybody say praise. I'm going to get the music thing to come forward. We're going to sing a song. The goodness of God. I don't want you to focus on the greatness of your problem. You know, Brother Ellis said this, you know, he, when he passed away, he wanted this song to be one of the songs that he was singing. And I think to myself, I also want it. But that doesn't mean tomorrow I'm dying. <laughs> you know, I, I still feel that God still has, but I think we all need to recognize the goodness of God. Amen. Look at your neighbor on the left and the right and say, aren't you glad for the goodness of God? If you are a Singaporean, even blessed. Amen. Amen. Come on, look at each other and say, aren't we blessed? Amen. The Lord is here in this place. I can feel His Spirit. He wants you to understand your position. You are not a loser. Maybe you are going through a tough time right now. Maybe you have a temporal lapse of faith. That's okay, He's here. All of us will go through trials and sometimes we question our identity. The world will question our identity. But let me tell you one thing, is settled in heaven. The Bible says it is finished. Amen. Nothing you can do to, to, to improve what Christ has, has done. Amen. We are not trying to improve. We are trying to flow in His purpose. Come on, everybody say Amen. Come on, look at your neighbor and say, I see destiny in you. Amen. Can, can, can we just lead us, Alvin, lead us and, and we're going to sing that song, you know, and I want you to sing loud and clear until all those doubts go away. Amen. I love you, Lord. Oh, your mercy never fails me All my days I've been held in your hands From the moment that I wake up Until I lay my head Oh, I will sing Of the goodness of God Come on, lift your voice All my life all my life you have been faithful All my life you have been so, so good With every breath that I am anyone Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God Come on, just lift your hands You have been faithful all my life you have been faithful 
sing together with me let's pray father we are so so grateful lord no longer we have the bondage of fear but lord we have the spirit of adoption where we, we can call you Abba, Father. oh father we just thankful god you have taken out from a position of a victim into a victor lord we are so grateful god for your love your faithfulness surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and i will praise you come on lift your hands i will praise you father i will praise you let everything that has prayer praise him lord i'm so grateful for your love i'm so grateful that you who began a good work you will complete your work in me i'm so grateful to be a part of the body of christ i'm just i'm so grateful god that you count worthy enough lord lord to die on the cross for me god when you're my whole life lord lord is finished father right now and father i just rest with this peace knowing that you are able amen why don't you just stretch your hands and just pray for your neighbor on your left and the right just one more time father i'm so appreciative of my brother i'm so appreciative of my sister Lord, sometimes we lose the awe of your creation. Sometimes we lose the awe of relationships. So, Father, we are so grateful. We are so grateful for everyone that is represented here today. My loved ones, my wife, my spouse. Lord, I'm so grateful, Father, right now, God. Lord, surely goodness and mercy shall follow them all the days of their life, Father. Lord, again, God, I lose blessings, I lose destiny, I lose, God, whatever they need today. Whatever they need today, whatever gifts they need today, healing, touch them. Lord, if it's healing, touch them. Lord, if they are losing their, they are, they are going through a temporal lapse of faith, touch them, Father. Touch them, Father, right now, God, every person in this room, every person that's watching online, touch them, Father. Lord, let them feel the nearness of your presence, God. And most importantly, help them understand that they are not alone. Hallelujah, Jesus. Why don't we give God praise all over this place? Amen. It's so good to be back. Anyway, I want you to turn to your neighbor on the left. Say, wow, one more time. Wow. Amen. God bless every one of you. It's good to be back home again. Uh, you know, if I don't get to shake your hands today, know that you are well loved. We've been praying for you. Amen. I, I believe that God's going to do an outpouring. I have direction from the Holy Spirit. Amen. I know what God's about to do. Amen. I'm just thankful for a faithful group of people that knows His name. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Shake hands and be friendly.